Welcome to Imperfect Allies. My name is Chris. And I'm Richie. And we're here to talk to each other about what it's like to be white and what it's like to be black in America. Our goal is to have a candid conversation about race and how it impacts and intersects our daily life, as well as our country. The episodes offered here are based around real, candid conversations that Chris and I have that are available if you support the show. From those conversations, we take a deep dive into topics that we discover to better empathize and understand ourselves and our American culture. If you like the show, please comment and subscribe and reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at Allies Imperfect. Well, let's start the show. We are the Imperfect Allies. Uh, I'm Chris. This is Richie. And we're here talking about race in our everyday lives. And man, this week we are saying we're done. We are completely over it. We're <laughs> taking a break, not from solving the world's problems, but just, <laughs> I think we're taking a break from the way we're communicating right now. And I think that's social media mainly. I don't know, Richie, how are you feeling about social media right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, it's something I've been feeling for a while. You know, you and I have kind of been talking about it. Um, I took a break for a week and I, uh, the base, like, like the baseline of how I felt started to raise. Like I felt a little bit better kind of not every day, but just you notice you get feeling better and better. And then I got on social media and immediately like, you know, this article about this thing, this article about this one, another, it just, it just plummeted me. And I didn't even read the articles, just the mm. headlines. And and because I know like, it wasn't even like the politicized story of each of these things. It's that each of these things has happened and the world is getting worse and worse. Yeah. So, so what would it really mean for me if I started to ignore that? Uh, or, or step away from it and not, um, just not participate. And, but at the same time, keep this conversation going, you know, Ooh, not only between hard. you and I. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hard because I think we see the benefits. We see the strengths in social media. Mm -hmm. It allows us to connect and to change mm -hmm. things and to improve our world when we're all connected and talking and moving in the same direction. But at the same time, I'm, I'm with you, Rich. It's been painful just turning it on and, and seeing another hero has passed, right? An, another yeah. leader. And, and I'm starting to think, uh, so we got Chadwick Bozeman, our, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Kobe Bryant, John Lewis. I'm actually starting yeah. to believe this is the rapture and we're still mm. here. <laughs> Something's wrong. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> yeah. this is it's too much this year. And I'm with you. I, I think when I turn off all the devices, and I'm just in my present moment with my small ecosystem and my family, I yeah. do start feeling better. I do start feeling enriched. And and the truth is, have we ever had a time where we're disconnected with everything that happens on the planet? Like Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. And and which which there are I think there are benefits in that we're seeing other cultures and we're hearing other voices and like not only the not only the differences, but the similarities, like, oh wow. Um you know, you know, you and I are fat, well, over 800 miles. So whatever, you know, I'm in the middle of Texas here in West coast and, uh, we're connected and, and friendships growing and all that stuff. The good things about inner interconnection is possible. It's never through really text though. Right. Like mm -hmm. it was through multimedia. It was through like, um, 
you know, we had a pre-existing relationship, but like I saw a video that you did and I was like, Ooh, I wonder if this guy would like to have this conversation with me. You know what I mean? And then as mm -hmm. we talked, we used, you know, our, we called on the phone and like, Hey, what do you, you know, what do you think about this? So it's, it led to interactivity, but, the, but when the interactivity is moved to just online, like just on text or just like through memes or uh, written language, I don't know what it is, man, but it, it jacks with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, then it's almost like social media is reaching out to you. It's not me saying, hey, Richie, what's going on? It's social media is saying, hey, I need you to pay attention to all these things happening in the world. Oh, by the mm -hmm. way, Chris is here too. You know, mm -hmm. and it's when it's gotten to that level that I, I feel that it's more of a weight than a, a mm -hmm. connection. And I love the ability to connect with people I haven't seen in years. And, and mm -hmm. what you said about learning about other cultures and how similar we all are is mm -hmm. it's phenomenal and and that's really how we've gotten to such a diverse age is social media technology communication where we have representation that is becoming more equal we are opening up the doors to more and more people but with that has also come these crazy conspiracy theories and just yeah. so much animosity and hate and it's it's almost like we can't have our cake and eat it too and i we've always said that about just about everything but i i'm starting to give up on the good cause because of all the weight of the bad I'm, it's starting to pull me down to where yo i know racism is a problem but right now i gotta look out for me and i gotta step back and i need to take care of my family and i just don't know if i can keep trying to push forward and have these conversations because i I'm tired. The the echo chambers that I am in are are even draining me. I used to feel heard and I used to feel mm. woke and I used to feel a part yeah. of something. <laughs> and now it's just like, yo, I can't stand y'all anymore. Like, stop. <laughs> like, yo, we're we're taking this yeah. to the extreme. And I just want to breathe and just be happy. Yeah, yeah, man. And I think that that's that's part of the the issue. You know, you talked about that Netflix special, which I haven't seen yet, and I'm going to watch soon. But um, the idea, like. Uh, that I understand is uh, they it it does better for social media if people are beginning to divide and kind of live in fear like that's that's helpful for advertisement that's that gets it in front of more people a, an article about how awful Trump is works better than an article about uh, in some places you know versus others you know like like to this side we'll we'll send this one and to this side we'll go to this one to re to reinforce our own ideas. Uh, with very little information or very little like uh, just data or even experience like that that's that's the other piece too is like it's it's like this you know i don't think narrative is a particularly bad word but at the same time like reinforcing the narrative with not necessarily facts but like yeah i believe that too see aren't, aren't we the good guys aren't we mm -hmm. the good aren't we the good ones see how good we are and uh that doesn't win you any points you can't when you when you challenge that whether you're left or right if you're a communist or a socialist or you know uh, if you challenge any of those ideas, if you're in those groups, then you get pushed out pretty quick Instantly. or at least ignored or maybe ignored, you know, pushed out, whatever else. And so it's really hard uh, realizing that you're connected on a way that is deeper than maybe you thought in the past or, or at least myself, like realizing how connected I am to other humans. At the same time, I don't fit in the groups like you're not you can't you can't be in here if you're saying that stuff, whatever that is, doesn't matter. It's like if you're not if you're not on brand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then then you're not allowed here and i understand that some of those some of those things um 
this can also get you know just confused and misconstrued because there are some people out there saying some pretty heinous things and i don't want to back any of those people uh, at the same time i'm not going to hook line and sinker like you know there's some of the stuff that we talk about well, over the podcast y'all if y'all have heard the podcast you've heard this this heard sort of spark of like where there's dissent among not uh, among ranks but dissent among like these ideas like it's not everything's not black and white you know chris you were saying earlier there's gray everywhere. And I think the world is mostly gray, but that's feels like social media that doesn't work for that. So we're going to make it more and more binary, more and more right, wrong, black, white, left, uh, left, right, whatever it is. Um, and it just becomes, it becomes a mess. And for me, like my head is just like, I can't, as much as I want to continue this conversation in a space that's, um, that's more public, I guess, or more bigger, or like has potentially get a more audience. Uh, Cause I can't see the benefit of a show going off social media, social media right. at the same time. Like um, I don't want to, I just don't want to do it. Well, I, I don't want to lose myself in this thing. Right. I, mm -hmm. I am noticing that being in my echo chamber has caused me to say things I might not even fully agree with. And that bothers me. Um, I, I am a, Dallas Maverick fan to the core. Okay. So that means I like the, a basketball player by the name of Steve Nash, who okay. is a legend. Um, yeah. But recently he got a coaching position and a uh, ESPN pundit said him getting that job is white privilege. And I was like, yes, it is. Mm. And I knew I liked Steve Nash, but mm. I still was so in the echo chamber that I wanted to affirm that despite his legacy, he probably got this because he was white. Mm. And the, the the number one problem with that is a lot of players, black and white, have gotten coaching jobs without any coaching experience. It's because of their playing experience, right? Right, right. But my brain, well, I wouldn't even say my brain, my echo chamber ignored that because it fit the narrative of what the group is thinking. And mm. so it just hurt me to have to see this post and right i could delete it but but i don't operate that way i guess if i put something out there i even suffer and reflect on it and so i just had to look at this post and be like why did i do that and mm. one reason is i posted that five to ten minutes into me waking up in the morning oh it wow was, man it was yeah. on my phone it popped mm. up it said stephen a smith said this watch it i watched it it said white privilege i said yes i said share it's out there in the world. Yeah, that's what I believe because that's what my group believes. And then about five minutes later, I was like, I don't know if I believe that. Mm. <laughs> I don't. I actually think I can think of several coaches that or several coaches that got the job without experience. Why did I post this? Well, we'll see how it lives out in the world. And instantly, and I was getting people saying, yeah, I don't know if this is white privilege, you know, and I, yeah. I had to agree with them. But it was just so evident that how quickly I got caught up in what my group thought and, and how I had to push that out. And um, that's just, it's just part of it. And, and social media is the primer. It, it just, it's ready to go. And um, I, I hate that. I hate that I kind of lost myself there. And it just makes me want to retreat into a hole because mm. one, I want to be a proponent of when racism is really there. And I want to address those and solve yeah. those problems. Yeah. But I'm susceptible because I'm a human being and these algorithms are designed to get me, <laughs> especially mm. when I'm most vulnerable, like right when I open my eyes and the mm. notification is waiting there for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's the thing, too, is is and that's the um, 
that's the gray area because white privilege is real and Steve Nash getting a job, not maybe being white privilege is real. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So those two things exist. And what we, what we, what social media says, media is teaching us is nope, you have to have one. It's just one. It can't mm -hmm. be two. Two things can't exist in the same thing. You know, like it can't be true. And, um, you know, uh, I think that's, that's, that's where we need to live. And I don't know how to do that on social media. Right. Because, because if, if you, well, like you said, like my group says this, and if I don't say that, then, well, I, I also, well, I, I, I might be out of the group or at least for the week, like on suspension, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so, um, I don't get as many maybe likes on my posts or, you know, comments or things like that, which, which I, those, those are good. Cause they, they, for whatever reason, reinforce this idea, like that I'm doing the right thing and I'm doing good and people like me. And when it's really not, that's not what people that like you do, people that like you call you people that like you and the things you have to say, listen to you, you know, mm -hmm. they, they interact with you and outside of uh, a button on a, on a computer and but at the same time, those that do like you do those things as well. <laughs> right. It's a gray area. <laughs> so it's not, not black and white, but it's like, you know, it, yeah, we, I just don't know. I just don't know how to continue on social media right now um, and have, have the nuanced, nuanced conversation that we're having. Um, so, so I don't know what that looks like for us. Like, I don't know if that, I, I hope it doesn't mean the podcast is, is going away. Um, because I think that we, we both have talked about how it benefits us individually. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, does that mean that we do less or do we, um, uh, if it is just about you and me, like, do we just continue this as kind of a fun thing or, or, or what? Like I'm, I'm kind of up in the, I don't, I don't know what kind of to do. Yeah. Honest. And honestly, I, for my friends that know me personally, uh, and know me on social media, I think they probably figured this out a long time ago. I suck at social media because mm. you have to be so polarized. And I've never had the gall to say the most outlandish thing, right? But we see those people getting millions of views, you know? Yeah. They are quote unquote success. And it's almost impossible for our podcast to reach that level because our goal is to be imperfectly in the middle. I don't yeah. know what this person thinks, but I'm trying to learn from them, right? That mm -hmm. doesn't work. The algorithm does not respect that. And mm -hmm. so what I feel and what I've always felt is when when I'm being true to myself, I'm not true to social media. I don't mm -hmm. I don't match it. I, I'm not saying the outlandish off the wall thing. I'm being human. I'm understanding that there are gray area. And and so like I my my need to step away from social media is because I really don't feel like myself on it. I feel mm -hmm. like I have to pick a side and. There was a organization called anti-racism, which feels like the side I'm on. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it literally feels like, yes, who named this group? Because this group is named after me. Like, this is perfect. <laughs> I get in the group and it's bashing white people. Mm. And I'm like, whoa, wait, hold on, hold on. Hey, guys, I think we're missing something. This is what I think. I think, you know, it's it's a little bit of the both. And now, like you said, I got a yellow card. Who is this? Uncle Tom. He needs mm. to step back. Who does he th and and I'm I don't know enough about being black apparently that's what everyone was telling me and I had to step out of the group I'm in the group still I just watch from a distance but I don't even want to participate because I'm not yeah. accepted you know yeah. and so it's just it's it's painful and what what's cool about that documentary social dilemma the social dilemma on Netflix is they openly are saying yo Facebook YouTube Pinterest Instagram 
TikTok, they are the ones, they are the problem. It's not you. It's not you as a person. It's these right. algorithms built to exploit our flaws and to keep us in those uh, drama filled states because that keeps us scrolling on the app. That keeps our attention. Right. If we see Trump doing something we think is bad, it keeps our attention. If we see AOC doing something we think is bad, it keeps our attention. And so we stay locked into these things and it gets deeper because we get into conspiracy theories. We mm -hmm. get locked into these crazy possibilities solely because it's being pushed to us on social media and it's impacting how we walk in the world. And uh, we talked about this before, but there's people that think white privilege and systemic racism is a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. And with how this all is operating, you know, I, I want to give credence to what they're saying because I'm adding it to Steve Nash for no reason, right? And mm -hmm. it's the same thing as these conspiracy theories with Pizzagate and how Tom Hanks and Chrissy Teigen are in this whole thing. That the people yeah. actually believe that. Right. And I guess to me, that's really no different from what I did to Steve Nash. Um, other than we have seen that people with Pizzagate are, you know, they're using these things to actually hurt people and uh, do dangerous things. But it's just it's just ironic how similar I am to a crazy conservative <laughs> conspiracy theorist. How well, human. Yeah, man. I mean, we re we reinforce our beliefs. It feels better to reinforce our beliefs than it does to challenge them. I mean, our which is which is crazy because I am I am overwhelmed with the opposite right now. I open up my Facebook and it's all of course it's things I believe or whatever. It's messages from people that I appreciate, but at the same time, it's just like it's still it wears on me so much. Um, and so I don't know what that is. If that's you know an over um, a surplus of that stuff is just as dangerous as a, maybe a lack of it or something. I don't know. Mm. Um, maybe, I, I don't know, but like, it doesn't allow yeah, that idea that it doesn't, it doesn't allow for us to be nuanced. It has to be, um, uh, this or that. And that's it. I mean, that's a huge thing. Um, you know, you're talking about conspiracy theories. I think one of the, I, you know, I used to love conspiracy theories. Um, and there's some that I sort of do, but I mean, it was, it was, it was for fun. And then as things got sort of closer and closer to reality, it became less and less fun. And so I've stepped away. <laughs> well, I mean, and so, uh, so let's take the, the idea of, uh, we'll just, I mean, I could just flip the script a little bit and take the idea that, that white privilege is conspiracy. So why would you as a black person believe that? And why would that be helpful to you? Well, it gives you an easy answer and it gives you a very clear enemy every time. This is the problem. This is the problem. We need to solve that. And if we solve that, we can solve all this other stuff when it's more nuanced, unfortunately, you know, uh, there are white privilege is real. Also, Steve Nash could have just gone like Larry Bird, just gone, you know, just been the next dude, just been the next mm -hmm. guy to, to coach and hadn't really coached before. So, um, you know, I, I think I think we I think that we as humans tend to lean toward the path of least resistance. Right. So everybody's going this way. Let's just go this way. We do that. I mean, we like herd mentality is a real thing. Like everybody's going this way. All right. Let's all go that way. OK. <laughs> Uh, instead of somebody go, well, why are we going that way? Why are we turning left here? It doesn't make any sense to me because all the stuff's over there. Shut up. We're all going this way, you know? Hmm. Uh, okay. You know? And, and so we have those, we get in those groups at the same time, like as we construct our sort of reality or, uh, how we, how we think of things, um, it's really hard to live in a world where systemic racism is real. That means that I have benefited from a system that has that has system, uh, systematically dehumanized uh, my brothers and sisters, and I benefited, and that sucks. 
-hmm. So maybe it's not so much systemic racism as it is individuals. And so we got to fix, we can't really fix the individual problem if they just, I don't know, believe what I believed. If they just, you know, whatever it is, then, then we'll fix it instead of, instead of really seeing what the what problems are. That's, it's not just systemic racism. It also is individual action, mm -hmm. but there is real systemic things that are in place. Um, if you, if you read books like how to be an anti-racist, Joy DeGruy's uh, post-traumatic slave disorder, if you, if you read uh, the color of law or um, uh, the uh, medical apartheid, like those clearly show like the things that are in place that have, that are systemic, that have, yeah. that have been there for a long, long time. And, and, um, you know, it's easy to dismiss with your own conspiracy theory that that makes you feel better about yourself, you know, and your group. Well, and what what I find compelling is walking in the conspiracy theory in real life is harder to do because so many people, you know, don't believe in it. <laughs> right. Yeah. You you experience your cons your conspiracy almost on your own, mm -hmm. but online. You are met with millions of people that believe in your own conspiracy and it mm -hmm. confirms the truth in it. It confirms how real it is and how mm -hmm. tangible it is. And then it's almost impossible to live without it. It's almost impossible not to experience it. And so with your example of everyone walking this one direction and someone saying, but what about that way? Online, there's no one saying what about that way except your enemies. Right. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, of course, they're going to say that I disagree with them. They are my enemy. Um, whereas in real life, every person's going in their own direction. And so it's almost OK to go, oh, yeah, he walks in that way and he walks that way. This person, she goes that way and she she has this way. That's just how it is. Right. That is what reality does for us. But social media has ripped that truth of the gray and just shown you your direction and those that are opposed to your direction instead of those that that meander and i i i want or our our goal was for imperfect allies to be a space where people can meander together mm -hmm. but i also feel as if when that happens it's not compelling it's harder to get open dialogue it's harder mm -hmm. to get discussion no one has consensus we all feel like we could potentially be on the chopping block because what no one seems to agree with what I say because <laughs> <laughs> we all think different things, which is what we right. wanted. Right. But it doesn't operate how social media is intended to operate. And therefore, it doesn't feel as successful as we want it to be. And I don't know if you feel that because I, I feel as if this podcast is phenomenal, yet it doesn't have the traction I want it to have. And obviously that right. takes time too, but I also think the the medium of social media doesn't doesn't uh, be, behoove our platform or our, our plan. No, I don't think so. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, and uh, I think that I think that we have to a couple of things here. So my brain's going all over the place. So see if I can help <laughs> get this in a straight line. So the binary that we've been talking about, this dichotomy that we've been talking about, uh, I think applies to um, ourselves and social media. So um, we can't just rely on our own head. We can't just live in our own head uh, because that, that can get us sick pretty quickly. We need other people around us to kind of give us an objective, op just opinion or their experience, right? But you've got social media or you got yourself on one uh, line of the spectrum where it's just you, it's nobody else, it's just you. And on the other side, it's millions of people that absolutely agree with you. And it's like this legion, this mass of people that's almost faceless, um, 
you know, and, and doesn't really, there's no really real interaction. It's just, they're reconfirming what you believe. And I think that, that we need to meet, uh, in the, in the middle of that, um, uh, middle of that dichotomy and, and listen to the people that are in our lives and interact with those that we face to face or zoom or however we do that, you know, on a, on a day-to-day basis, that's, that's the most important right now. And so you're going to get what's that's, what's going to happen is so people like you would come into my life, like, yo, Richie's, uh, you know, systemic racism is real. And I've experienced it this way. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, you have, I had no idea. Cause I'm not, I didn't, I just didn't see it. I didn't have anything to, I don't know. Well, that's, you know, we, as we learned about it, we know like why that is. Um, but, but really, really listening to the experience of the people that are in our lives and growing that, growing that group maybe, or, or, or whatever, but you know, that's, that's, I think that's really where it's at. That's, and I, I don't know how to get millions of people to listen to this show. I don't, I don't know if that was ever the goal, but you know, um, people to, to have these same conversations that we're having, I think is, on is part own. of the goal. Yeah. On their own for sure. Yeah. And I, and I, I believe that too. And I know that we are, we have listeners that are, that are doing so. And, mm-hmm. um, and that is the beautiful piece. That is what we need. And so the only thing I think we have to do now is just destroy Facebook and <laughs> take down Instagram. <laughs> My new conspiracy theory. Right? <laughs> um, but it's just, it's, it is just coming back to having conversations. And, and I think stepping away from social media is one way to do that. And what I love about the coronavirus is we have platforms like Zoom and um, um, let me see what is what Squadcast. Yeah, trying to do this. Yeah, well, um, they're not a sponsor. Squadcast, you're welcome to sponsor this show. <laughs> We're on your tre- free trial right now. Actually, the free trial expired, and I had to pay ten dollars. I'm kicking myself. Well, but hopefully, a Patreon can come in and help us there. But yeah, these these tools are allowing us to have conversations outside of social media. Mm-hmm. And I think that is phenomenal. Um, you know, yes, Instagram, Facebook, all those have their own ways to communicate. And that's because they want to keep you on their platform mm-hmm. as much as possible because their advertisers are there. But needless to say, mm-hmm. we just need to keep talking and try and fight our own echo chambers. I just I watched uh, The Flash on CW and they have basically like a Justice League now. Spoiler alert. Oops. I, I should have said that first. <laughs> um, spoiler alert. But I, my first thought was if the Justice League was all speedsters like the Flash, it would be the most boring Justice League ever. They all do the same thing, have the same power and therefore have no true unity or strength. The Justice right. League is built on people having unique superpowers and all of them having a different perspective. And that has always been the case, right? And mm-hmm. we, people get caught up in superheroes because of the diversity of heroes, not because we keep getting the same cont- continuous type of hero. And so these echo chambers aren't even human. These mm-hmm. aren't what we need to survive. These are detrimental and they don't align with us. They make us feel good in the moment. They make us feel heard in the moment. But a, a good friend of mine who we disagree on politics and everything, um, but he told me people like to hear their own opinion come out of your mouth. And mm-hmm. that still has been one of the most profound things that I have taken away from echo chambers. That's all people want. I want Richie to say what I believe so that yeah. I can go, Richie's all right. Instead of hearing <laughs> what he believes, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
And I want that too on some level, right? I, I want to be accepted just like anybody else. And it's hard when you have an idea that goes against the grain that doesn't line up with the the brand mission statement and you, where there's no place to say it. There's no place to talk. You're even just talk about it. Like, like I can't get my mind changed unless I talk about the things that I believe. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Like I can't, or at least, at least for me, like my personality, I have to talk things out. Same. And so, um, you know, so I don't, I don't know, Chris, I mean, what do you think about starting to bring just other people to the show and, and talking with them and whether they agree with us or not, just try to find, find those things that, uh, that are important to them and, and how, you know, how they're, you know, being imperfect and how they're being an ally. <laughs> yeah, no, you I know? think that's beautiful because, um, I, we need that. We definitely need that. And I, I wanted that is the true goal of what we want to do is talk to more people. And I, 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 I can't come up with anything better than what you just said. Let's bring more people on the show. Let's talk to more people with different ideas. And that is healthier. <laughs> that, is, that is probably the way that we need to be heading instead of just maybe focusing on social media as a way, an outlet. But we could just have word of mouth of, hey, you want to come on our show and talk? That's all we do. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. I love it. Tell someone else it. to come, you know? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. We all hear, heard it first here, folks. We're going <laughs> to start adding people to the show. Uh, if, you, if you're interested in that, uh, hit us up. Um, you can message us. Uh, we will still check our messages, but um, or at least I will. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to promise for Chris. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, uh, you know, hit us up on the Imperfect Allies Facebook page and just, you don't have to post anything, just just uh, DM us, you know, say, hey, what's up? I like to talk about this stuff with y'all. Uh, and we'll just start, we'll start bringing people on. This is great. This is great. Uh, yeah. I feel better, man. I feel better. I feel better than I did an hour ago when we started this conversation. So there's value. I just, I don't know. Um, I don't know if we're saving the world, but definitely feel better myself. So saving our world, which is the world that we exist yeah. in. Yeah. 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 For real. For real. All right. Well, I won't give the social media pitch. <laughs> I, yeah, will say that I, I will say that I thank you all very much for those that listen. I mean, it's just uh, you've been so supportive and, and we are a small group now. Uh, let's let's get more people listening to the podcast. Talk, tell, just tell your friends like, hey, this these guys talk about things in a way maybe that, that you haven't heard before or uh, in a way that you haven't heard. So thank you very much. We appreciate you all very, very much. Love you all every day. Uh, Stay imperfect, stay with us, communicate, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace. Peace. All black, everything. Black cards, black cards, all black, everything. And I cross a black purse, riding with a tillage. I can't more in depth if you boys really rhythm enough.